0: And welcome back to the film reel. I'm with Stu, and there is a devil in the room, as in "I Saw the Devil" from 2010. I think I do wonder whether people are getting sick of um having to read subtitles to go along with the podcast, Stu. But here we go.
1: I know. Hello, mate. How you doing? You good?
0: Very good, thank you. Very good.
1: Excellent stuff. Uh Yeah, I just say again. I just thought we'd do something different. And um, it's a film that's just a really random film. I know it's subtitled. I do apologise. We won't do one for for a long while. But, um, yeah, South Korean film. Um, It's a revenge film, 2010. um, Had a budget of $6 million, um, equivalent of May $12 million. So so it doubled up there. Um, Yeah, it's just a really random film directed by Kim Ji-Woon. And he also um, directed another film. I kind of looked on... um, wiki and just found out what else he did because oh, yeah. uh, I, obviously I, as you say before the pod began that our opinions could differ on this he did the uh the good the bad and the weird um mm. which is uh, like a like a chase film it's a bit like the rat race but they're after a map for treasure and it's a really bizarre film but um i quite enjoyed it and that's uh, a that's quite a popular film for the um well like the asian kind of films mm. but it's, uh, this one's different, and I know you hadn't seen it before, and I always like to have a bit of a curveball in of something that you've never seen before, um, especially something that I remember being quite as graphic as this, um, that, just to get your opinions on it, really. Yeah, okay, excellent. Well, oh, just before we start, I yep. saw Wonder Woman last night. And? And I really didn't like it, I have to say. I have to really? Say, I've, I've listened to a few different podcasts, and read a quite a lot of reviews of feedback. I hadn't seen anything before I went to see it. Uh, a lot of people seem to, uh, to really, really enjoy it. I mean, they rate it as the best superhero film, uh, better than a lot of Marvel films, but i I'm, I probably need to watch it again. For me, it was far too long. I found myself checking my watch too many times, too much chat in it. Um, okay. But some of the action scenes, it, it got going pretty quick after 20 minutes, she was off the island. Um, and the action was going but it was just far too much chat. But I mean when you watch that, uh we'll definitely discuss but they could have cut forty five minutes out of it, I think. But I seem to be going against everyone else who really raves about the film. But there you go. There uh-huh. you go. We tangent. I know so, we've
0: got quite yeah, a lot. Still... We've got that, we've got um uh, the new guy into kind of the galaxy it's... at some point to, yeah, to do.
1: Spider Man as well coming out in July. There's some really, really good films. Well, uh rather than doing films that are, so many years old, we'll have to throw a bit of a curveball in and do a new film. Yes. Without subtitles as well. And, and, so, and this was a
0: curveball,
1: definitely. It was indeed. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a, just a basic revenge film. Um, I mean, I watched another revenge film. last night. not watched Kill Bill. Um, we've done a few on the pod. We've done John Wick, another revenge film. We've done Machete as well, um, which you suppose you could call a revenge film. Um, and you've got Man on Fire, Memento, Sleepers, Carrie. There's some really, really good revenge films, but none of them really go to the extremes. Apart from Kill Bill, which is fantastic. I suppose John Wick does it for a dog, but these this goes catch and release. This is completely different, isn't it? This just goes. There's a line, and it's definitely crossed as far as I can see. It is
0: definitely original, as in like for for a revenge film. You're absolutely right. Um, it does. It you know it, yeah. Um. It does something in the in the genre that, well, I haven't really seen before or known about.
1: No, It, it stars um, <laughs> Lee Bun-Hun as uh, Kim So-Hin, who's a uh, NIS agent um, and he's the pursuer, as it was, um, against Choi Min-Sik, who plays uh, Yang Kang Chul, who's uh, best known for Old Boy, which is another classic film which I promise we won't do for a long time, because obviously that's subtitled as well. <laughs> unless you get the... Um, oh, what's his name? Who's the guy from um, Goonies who plays the older guy? What's God his name? Yeah, from Goonies. He's the eldest one in there, out of the Goonies.
0: Oh, he's in Planet Terror, isn't he? I can't he? remember. I forgot his name.
1: Oh, I can't remember. But he's... Um, they did a remake of uh, Old Boy. Oh, yeah? And yeah because obviously the original, which was really popular in the cold classic and good enough so that felt they had to remake yeah, not,
0: I mean they've done that with the grudge um they've done that with so many other like you know asian um um movies and and the remakes have never ever been uh, i I uh, say most of the remakes can't even hold a candle to the originals
1: no, and I just think it's fucking ridiculous when people decide to remake things. you must have someone there unless they're all arse lickers, who's saying seriously, do you think we should invest money in this? Because the original is such a classic. Do you really think you can recreate it? Unless someone's got, he's either arse majorly, or he's just a fucking egotistical idiot who thinks whatever work he does is so much better than everyone else's.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know, and a lot of the dames times now, instead of doing a remake, they do what they call like a soft reboot. For example, like the Ghostbusters.
1: with the women. That's bollocks. It's, it it's really a, is. Yeah. Soft it? reboot. <laughs> a soft reboot. Um, but yeah, but yeah, so uh, for the craziness out of it is Yang. Um, he's the psychopath. He's a bus driver by trade and drives children around every single day in the bus, which is the same vehicle he used to, to kill his victims and capture them. The film starts um, with this it turns out to be the fiancé of um, Kim, who's the so-called hero or anti-hero towards the end. That She's waiting at a bus stop. Uh, it's snowing. It's Freezing cold. Uh and Yang pulls up and offers her. Oh no, her car breaks down. Beg your pardon. I'm I'm kind of getting steps ahead to our next victim. Her car's broken down. And she's on the phone to Kim. Uh he's telling her just to wait there because Toe will come and come and pick her up. Mm. And just And while she's speaking on the phone, interestingly, uh Yang actually turns up and starts trying to coax her into the car. I'll give you a lift. It's freezing cold. and, and it's really, really sweet because he, she wants him to uh, to sing like a love song over the phone, and at the time you see he, that he's a an agent of some kind. I don't tell you exactly what he's doing, but he's got the earpiece of suit in, it. and he walks away into the uh, the toilets, and he starts singing this lovely love song until someone comes in, and then he just changes the subject. I mean, I thought that was a really nice introduction, and it's a really quick introduction of. He's obviously got some kind of high-profile job, and he loves his girlfriend very much. Um, and you didn't need any more than that, did you?
0: No, I, I mean, you know, on a plus point, it made it quite obvious how much he cares. You know, he cares, he cares for, his, for his girlfriend. Um, uh, ideally, he didn't think she was in any. The only thing I would say is a creepy man coming up and kept asking her for help. You'd probably think dark. He didn't. He didn't quite work out though that his girlfriend may or may not have been in danger. He kind of gave her advice and kind of left it at that. Where you, he may have shown a tiny bit more concern, maybe. Considering when we looked at the film, the depths he went to revenge his girlfriend, if that makes any sense, you know. Um, but yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I mean, it is ultimately, in the cold light of day, it is a very basic plot. Um, and most Avengers, you films don't aren't.
1: find out though um, regarding kind of um, Yang's background, as in, has there been. A serial killer going around killing women at bus stops should this raise alarm bells that's true because when you you see him he's clearly got the tools and the hideout to actually kill people rape them come up so should senses be heightened you think because so many women must have been reported missing over the years and you find that out uh, a bit later on in the film when he finds a um, like a a cupboard full of purses, watches, earrings and kind of trophies from when he's killed his victims. Yeah. So, I mean, they could have put out there that there is a serial killer or done a kind of like they do in other films, where there's those of wanted pictures or missing pictures, sorry, of women who have gone missing. Um, And they could have done that in maybe the credits as the film starts, Uh, um, just as like a a warning or just as a, like an Easter egg, I suppose that, this could be coming later on, you know what I mean? Mm. No, so, definitely. But, 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 so she's, he kind of hounds her and hounds her. Um, and she says, no, I'm not, we're not really interested at all. And you think she's safe in a car and he's parked up ahead.
0: Well, you know, um, she's not going to be safe really,
1: don't we? I mean, no. we know. I mean, yeah, yeah, but she thinks she's safe in the car. Yeah. Well, the title, like I saw the devil, you, you know, something yeah, horrible absolutely. is going to bloody happen. And all of a sudden a, a window gets smashed and he just beats the shit out of her, doesn't he? It,
0: I, I mean, uh, the one thing—it's uh, kind of like almost, you know, um, serial killer, Avenger movie meets Hostel. Not that gruesome, but in, in terms of it, it's, yeah. it's, it's really is—it's really is quite physical and, and 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 brutal. No, like you know, but I don't think any CGI. Um, pretty much, most of it, were, but it's so so brutal and. I think a lot of it, they've made, a lot of the scene the they've made to try and be as realistic as possible, um, uh, you know, with, with, with the hitting and the way it would probably sound and everything. Um, it, it, it it kind of, like, gets to your stomach, I think. Obviously,
1: just And just when just you think, that's that. about less than five minutes into the film. You see a woman, you think she's been murdered at the time. Yes. Um, but <laughs> brutally attacked. And, again, this film kind of, it's quick-paced. It's a long film. I can't remember how long it is. It's nearly two hours, I think. But it's very quick-paced. And within the first, say, five minutes, you find out this lady is the girlfriend of this person. And now she's been brutally attacked. Um, could be dead. I don't know. Uh, and then the next scene, again, is equally as horrific. The fact that she, you see her from an aerial shot. She's woken up and she's in a body bag. She's she's naked. Um, and he tortures her, doesn't he? he? He just plays with her. He taunts her. And he's... a, a fucking horrible person he's such a brilliant actor this role is just so good for him it's pretty much the same have you seen old boy
0: no i haven't believe it
1: or not i mean it's a brilliant film um and he gets fun out of taking revenge on old boy and that's again it's another revenge film where and he does the same in this but the delight he gets in torturing these women um uh, even when he's being tortured himself, he gets a delight out of it as well i mean he he cuts her up um and she, she says that she's pregnant, but he's got no sympathy he's got no kind of cut off switch for for any remorse or or regret has he
0: no he you know no it, it's just cold hearted and and it goes back and what's interesting and is that's also again revealed like you know nearly right towards the end of the film, which we'll talk about later um yeah, he, he's cold-hearted. He doesn't. He doesn't care. And um, um, and, and if you think that's just to do with obviously the women, it, it transcends that. He just doesn't care at all, at all. Um, and we and we see that throughout the rest of the film and and go and go and going forward when he when he's quite happily he will, will attack anyone just to you know get what he wants.
1: For example, yeah, there, there's that, that moment
0: uh, you know in, in the taxi, for example, which was one of the most brutal scenes in the film.
1: That was a <laughs> very bizarre scene but he's pretty Mm -hmm. much a vessel for for murder isn't he he's yes he's got no stop switch in him where he thinks maybe i've gone too far he just i don't know It just plays it so well and it's just so cold but the the next part is equally as horrific for for different reasons obviously the girl's been reported missing and they've got a huge manhunt there's a huge search going on a river um and you find out then that the the girl's father is a retired police chief who's quite well respected and everyone knows and the dragon, this river. Um, and you see him find a head and, uh, the guy says, well, you just give it a prod. And it turns out to be, um, Kim's fiance's head. Yep. Obviously she's been cut up into different bits and scattered across the river. And he calls for CIA, um, calls for uh Soko to come along and pick the head up. But what, a f- <laughs> what a fucking kerfuffle, Socko made of carrying that head. There was no oh organization God, no, was there. It was of the box. It. That was just awful. Why did you think there was, I mean, there was no control in the scene uh, and you'd think it was the first time a police officer had seen a dead person or a Socko person had seen a, a dead, or part of a, a dead body before. They must see these things all of the time. But he was running across the riverbank. He fell over. I think the head came out of the box at some point. Yeah, yeah, there was no crowd control. There were people taking photographs of the head, and you had the dad there, poor bloke, watching that his he daughter's head rolling across the riverbank. <laughs> and in the distance, you also had Kim there, who was broken man as well.
0: I think, I think if it wasn't, if it if it hadn't have been for the way she was murdered and and how brutal it was, it it was it almost was in danger of bordering on comic relief. That scene really took you out of the film. I felt nearly.
1: Had it not been... Yeah, I, I found it bizarre.
0: Yeah, the only thing that saved it, in terms of keeping it serious, was how brutal, for example, the the, the initial murder was.
1: Yeah, I don't know whether this was a reflection to show the uh, the kind of the control that the serial killers got, <laughs> and mm. the lack of control that the police have got oh, across the board. Oh, that's very deep. That is very deep. I, I know, I'm a deep... Uh, I'm feeling deep today. I've had a, a couple of beers, so... But I don't know whether that was the fact that it was to show how much of a clusterfuck they are. I really don't know. Because, as you say, it's gone from one extreme to the other. Mm. And it was bordering on taking you away from that first initial moment of the film and thinking, is this a one-trick pony if they kind of peak too soon within the first five minutes? But you instantly get back into it I mean, you have the funeral, which traditional funeral, nothing to talk about. You see a broken family. Um, Apart from Kim, who's just initially, he's just standing there. Uh, I mean, he's got that kind of thousand yard stare, isn't he? Uh, You know, something's going to happen. He's he's, not
0: not really grieving as like a husband, fiance, boyfriend probably would you'd expect, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's very, comes across throughout the whole film until you get to the end where you can understand why, Everything he does has got purpose. He's very controlled, and even he, to a certain extent, very much like Yang is kind of emotionless, isn't he?
0: Yeah, Stone Cold, yeah, like a cold-hearted killer. I mean, I mean, he becomes, I think, throughout the film, as bad as, in some ways, as 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 bad as the guy he's hunting, Yang.
1: Yeah, and it, and it's very difficult to, for the director and the writer to, and they're doing a lot of films to where you go down the road of to catch a killer you've got to become one and the person who starts off with morals loses all of their morals and kind of inhibitions and they turn into the same person but i mean i think it, it kind of they go very very close to the line on this one but i don't think they actually touch it due to the fact that he does keep that control if you see what i mean but i mean we could talk about that later because i've got mixed emotions about that um so what he decides to do is he decides to take two weeks of leave basically. Um, and it's not for grieving. You soon find out he's got purpose of why he wants to take his two weeks of leave. Yeah, he and, does indeed. I mean, would you have liked to have found out more about his, his kind of employment of the, um, where he works and the agency. you don't really find that out, do you?
0: No, you don't, you don't really find that out. I mean, I mean, ultimately the film is two hours, 21 minutes long. And, I do feel that you could have probably knocked quite a fair bit off if you wanted to, from what what is shown, and it, I think it, it probably would have made a better film. Maybe it's just my opinion that had they actually delved into the two main, you know, characters, um, you know, you know the serial, you know, the guy that's hunting the serial killer, and 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 the serial killer itself. Maybe their past or whatever. Um, no, because, because I did feel at times the film kind of like dragged, and I was I was clock watching. A few, a oh few, really? Yeah, I was. Yeah, a few other times. Yeah. I'm um, having said that, in defence, in defence, in defence of the film, um, the, in defence of the film, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff was happening. It never felt like nothing, nothing was happening. I, I just felt when I finished the film, I was clock watching, and and I thought, wow, that's really, really long. And, and once the film had ended, I, I felt that you know, not it felt to me that not an amazing amount had happened when I considered the length of the film.
1: Oh, that's really, really interesting. <laughs> okay. Because I, yeah, I never clock watch once. I mean, don't ever go and watch Wonder Woman. That's all I can say if you clock watch <laughs> on this one. Um, so he gets his, uh, his tracking device. It's a capsule which you can put inside someone where you can somehow, uh, whether these are around or not, I don't know, but you can hear what they're saying. Um, you can also track them via GPS. And he also gets a file given to him with, I think it's three or four possible subjects of the criminals of the same M.O., um, of this guy to hopefully track him down, uh, within the period of the two weeks. And I like this. I mean, it, the, for me, the pace keeps fast. You, before he goes on his mission, he speaks to his, uh, the father of his, uh, the fiance has been killed and he completely understands what he's doing it for, but he does try to talk him out of it, which I was surprised about because if it was me, any other father, uh, whether it's a traditional thing, I don't know um, that part of the world. But you'd all be up for? It. Can I come along as well? Can we torture him? Let's get some weapons. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't want him to do that, does he? No,
0: no. He want kind of like you know, he wants to not stay involved, but know it's happening, like yeah. know, on the sidelines.
1: Uh, maybe it's because he's been in the police for so long, and he's been uh, <laughs> yeah. kind of indoctrinated with the law, and um, what will happen if you uh, if you do cross that thin blue line that they've got at the moment. But So he gets a tracking device, and the first guy he tracks down, he um, finds out the police are what, I think the police are kind of on the radar as well, but this guy, um, when he breaks into his room, you first see him sitting in front of a computer, like many men do, um, cracking one out. That was and I'm sure a lot of our listeners have been in that. I mean, I've moved my computer since, uh, and I lock all the windows, but he, yeah, he's in the front of the computer just cracking one out, at uh, this um, random porn video that he's uploaded. Um, then a computer goes off. So he starts doing the, the traditional thing, following the wire along to find out what's happened. And, uh, then he comes across Kim who's standing there. And I love this scene that he tortures him, uh, tries to find out if it was his car. Did he enjoy what he did? And when he works out that it isn't him, um, I was pleased he didn't kill him because he would have crossed that line too soon. I yes, think, I completely but agree. But he um, he smashed the geezers' bollocks to smithereens, didn't he? So much so that the guy has gone to the police himself and he's confessed to, um, I think, countless murders, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Which was... But uh, <laughs> even the police officers are standing there laughing the fact that the guy's balls have been smashed to, uh, to bits, which is a great way that any kind of sex offender should be treated and I'm sure will be treated if the... Uh, the parents of any so-called victims or alleged victims got their hands on him. Um, so he works his way through and he takes out another geezer as well. Um, and then he dresses up as and um, pretends to be an insurance sales one of a broker. And he goes to the home address of the parents of Yang and he speaks to them about a, uh, an alleged life insurance policy to see if they're covered um, in order to get his home address. And the mother's quite very kind of um, submissive that she does give the information but even the dad, I don't know whether he thinks this guy's lying, whether he thinks Kim's lying, or whether he just thinks his son's such a shitbag that there's no way he take out an insurance policy, and he calls bullshit on yes, a... Yes,
0: he does, Kim which I thought was interesting. Um, but, it, but it also shows you, um, I think the dad was being honest, and the mum was obviously, oh yeah, I love my, um, you know, I love him, you know, he's lovely, etc., but... Oh, yeah, he did call He did call bullshit. Um, I th- and and um, I think that's because he knows there's something complete. his son's basically you know, not nice. I don't, know he, I don't think he knows he's as evil as he is, but let's say he knows his son's a bad egg, at the very least.
1: Yeah, I was really surprised to find out that he had a son. I'd like to know a bit more about that. Is mm. that from a rape? What, what would that be from? I mean, the son didn't seem to have any time for his dad. But I was surprised that someone who's so sadistic would take time to be, oh, to be in a relationship and have a son. I mean, it, it kind of made me want to know a bit more about Yang's character of what the trigger was that turned him into such a, a psychopath, really. Okay. I mean, do you think that, or will you not really give a shit? Uh,
0: no, but I th- I think you're absolutely right. I, th- I think a bit more character development would have been nice. Because, uh, you know, I mean, essentially, this is a re- a chase-revenge film, when, when yes. it comes down to it, with very little... I don't want to say not, with, with yeah, with, with, with a ve- what is a very simple plot. And it's just really a revenge chase film with set, almost like, you know, like certain set pieces. When, when obviously, yeah. you know, you catch up with them.
1: Yeah, and you soon, or Kim soon finds out he's on the right track, where he goes to take a, uh, a look around and he finds out the uh, the torture chamber. He finds his wife's engagement ring. And he also finds the filing cabinet full of kind of trophies from previous victims, which there are a lot of. And he knows he's got the right man. Um, and from there, I mean, it, it's really interesting that you say you were clockwatching. I mean, from there, I found that the pace kind of got even quicker. I mean, how into, how far into it do you think you have started looking at your watch? Uh,
0: um, it was around then. Oh, really? That. Yeah, it was, it was. It was quite early on because. I was like, okay, what's happened is absolutely horrible, but why should I care about this character? Why should I care about him? Why should I care about the bad guy? Because he's so bad. He obviously kills women. But what's his motivation? Why does he do it? Etc. Yeah. You know? For well, example, go back to John Wick, for example. Okay?
1: Yeah.
0: Now, it, as amusing as it, as, it, as it sounds, you look at the way his... The, it, it, was, it was very quick, the way it set it up, but it was perfect. Um, the way obviously it went into the relationship, you know, you know that John and his girlfriend wife loved each other. Yeah? And yeah. then you look in the way, for example, when she died, um, like my girlfriend was watching it, when she got the dog, even she, you know, you know, the tears in her eyes. We know when she got the dog and what the mm. dog meant. And then what the dog meant to him, for example, with the message, and then the way the dog was killed, for yeah. example, you, the shots they used. Uh, you know the the emotion in that scene that told you enough that you think I want to get this fucking scumbag and for me that scene emotionally that set of sequences meant way more to me than unfortunately the serial killer killing the woman it was a brutal scene but in terms of actual emotion and being invested in it it was not even half as good
1: for me that's interesting because I found it really really enjoyable I found it really fast paced and I like the fact that um, I saw it being that because... I mean, he's obviously killed lots and lots of women, and that's made apparent mm. within about 40 minutes into the film. But I should imagine previous victims of he's killed have just been normal wife rich families. But for once, he's actually killed someone whose other half does have the clout and the know-how to then go back and take him out, and who's confident enough to toy with him. And I like the fact that he's he has killed so many women, but now he has kind of come unstuck where he will get and can get his comeuppance. And it's just really bad luck, because I'm sure he would have carried on killing, believing that he would never would have been caught. And the people he would have killed were just normal innocent women who have got normal families, normal husbands. But the fact that this time he's got someone who's really highly trained and can actually find him and potentially kill him over and over again if he really, really wanted him to when he catches and releases him. And, and I like that. But I, I do agree with what you're saying about John Wick. And I think when you go down the roads with a puppy, especially having two myself, it does tug <laughs> at the heartstrings where this doesn't really tug at the heartstrings. It's just a relationship, isn't it?
0: It is, but the, the, the thing is, uh, you mentioned we didn't really know that much about the relationship. And I think because of that, I think my just my emotional investment in the film suffered and I know I'm, I'm reading the reviews I know for a fact I'm a, I'm among the minority obviously that probably feels that way given given how good the reviews were
1: yeah I mean I like it The it kind of it, you don't, I don't need that connection because I can see how much he enjoys capturing women and torturing them like raping them sexually assaulting them and playing with them in various ways before he kills them um and that's enough for me to To want this guy to be caught and tortured as well, okay. multiple times. So I kind of I felt that I didn't need that, and because for me it was fast pace, I didn't need them to have those explanations and I didn't need those answers. They would have been good, but I didn't need them. Um, but yeah, so the next scene, I mean, he, he decides to, and he hasn't done this before, and I don't know what his motivation is for doing this. Um, you do find out, as I mentioned before, that he is a driver of a, a minibus for a school. He drives the kids home to various places and the last girl on the bus who is asleep, he decides to capture her where um, he t- takes her back to this kind of greenhouse location um, and he's in the middle of um, raping her, basically. Yeah. Where, and, and it's not very nice, it's very close to the mark because obviously you do realise that she is a schoolgirl, girl um, and it starts to for me, it starts to get a bit uncomfortable. Whereas he prodding her with that cane, um, with, with her underwear and things like that, on her school uniform, um, and it's quite a powerful scene because obviously rape is never nice. But when you're seeing the build-up to it, I know it is all a child. Is, yeah. I'm
0: not that I, I'm yeah. It, I, I it is I I think it kind of for me it kind of went over the mark. It didn't because I felt the film they could have done things a lot different. And I think if you wanted to see how evil this man was, you didn't have to do that. And it, you didn't have to see that. Or it didn't have to be that explicit. Um, You, you could have done it quite implicitly. It could have been th- the beginning of it. It gives her a funny look. And then almost the after effects of it, if you really wanted to imply that or, or what he's about yeah. to do, you know? And I think they didn't need, they didn't really need to show it. Um,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, there were seven cuts from this film to actually make it, um, to make a release to be allowed onto a cinema and home video. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I'd hate to think what the uncut versions like, no, but, absolutely. I mean, our hero arrives just in time. He does. Um, and you immediately see that he, he comes across as not being shocked about the whole situation of this, um, girl being tied up in, a, like a shallow grave. Um, and I was surprised about that because usually when you see films like that, the fact that he's killed one person already, um, and then you see him with a girl, you normally kind of flip and see red, yeah, and you kind of get the traditional "you bastard, you sick bastard," and then a fight kind of ensues. But it, that doesn't happen again for both characters. It's very controlled, um, and you get to see how how skilled with a weapon and a fighting um, that Kim character is which I really, really enjoyed. I found it quite refreshing because I instantly thought there's no threat of him getting injured this early on in the film because he's, he's got all the moves. He's like a John Wick, isn't he?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is no threat of him getting injured. No, you are right. And I, I, that's one of the negative things I think almost about John Wick in a way. Um, and, and this we be kind of towards the end he does, but not, mm. not to the point where it ends up being, you know, you end up biting your nails, for example, he, he is always in control.
1: Um, of it. Yeah, but I suppose the killer has no control or fighting skills. He's used to dealing with women, and he, he kind of his main weapon is fear, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and fear and surprise.
1: Yeah, exactly. And he and what did you think? I mean, he captures this guy. He beats him up um, a hell of a lot, um, and then he releases the girl, and then um, Yang's character wakes up in the shallow grave. Uh, with an envelope full of money on him, what was your initial thoughts when that happened? Where did you think the film was going to go?
0: Um, I knew he gave him the money because at that point it was obvious to me that we had the like the whole catch and release thing. And I, and I right. thought he hasn't killed him. I thought he's going to make him suffer and torture him for the whole film, which he did. But I, he, he's done it in a I'm going to release you and then catch you again and release you. Pretty much what the you know um, the uh, serial killer's best friend said later on.
1: Yeah, oh, so you kind of knew it then. I mean, when I first watched it years ago, I was a bit surprised. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought he was going to wake up and he'll have kind of several notes of a trail that he'll have to get to someplace or or, or like a kind of a similar to a treasure hunt that he'll have to get somewhere. I wasn't sure that he'll be a capture and release. But yeah, I, I, I do like the fact that it str- leads us straight away where Yang, he wakes up and he kind of wakes up and when he sees the envelope, he can't quite believe it himself. He, even he says like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. And I, I love his reaction. He's, he's laughing and it's as if he's got away with something and he doesn't know who this guy is in relation to anyone he's killed before it, to him at the moment. He's just a random stranger who's beating him up a little bit and given him some money and he comes away b- baffled and pretty happy. Uh, and I do like his reaction it's brilliant.
0: This, this. guy's a sicko, anyway. Um, but yeah, um, I, I, I mean, uh, my favorite reaction of it, of his is towards the end when he just manically laughs,
1: like he's crazy. Yeah, when, when he comes out of that tunnel. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I was really? But yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. And it's to be fair, it's one of the few um, emotions we, we see of him other than you know when he's killing women. He's he kind of gets frustrated, but this is it's one of the few times we actually see him well, almost yeah. happy.
1: You don't see much. Um, no. So from then, when he wakes up, he flags. This is a, a strange bit in the film, and I was a bit puzzled of why this was in there. Um, he flags down a taxi, and he's in the taxi, um, and the taxi driver seems a bit strange guy himself, and he says, Oh this must be. You must think this is your lucky day." Uh, it's a bit of a strange conversation. The guy in the back of the taxi doesn't actually say anything, um, but through one of the cutscenes, you see him going to pull a knife out the back. Um, and again, in the taxi, Yang starts laughing. He says, oh, you say this is unlucky for me. Like This day's unlucky for you. Um, and he's... I don't know whether he's in a car and he's going to be robbed by both people or whether they're both serial killers driving around picking people up. I, I really don't know, but... I mean, what did you think of that scene in the taxi? I mean, it, it's a fight scene in a taxi and it's extremely graphic and brutal, isn't it?
0: It is extremely bra- graphic and brutal, but I thought... Um, that was for me that was one of the better scenes because it showed you one it's not just women and two he wanted a taxi it showed you the length to which he goes and you can clearly see him I thought the shots in there were really good you can clearly see him thinking about what he's going to do obviously before he does it uh, and then obviously he decides to do it and he takes these two people on by sheer surprise and brutality I mean there was no skill or technique involved there Um, and, and it was an absolutely it, it was it was absolutely shocking but for me it that was one of the few insights into into you know this guy's character, to the depths he will go to get what he wants, and it's not just women he will, he'll kill. He'll kill anyone, which we, again, see, see later on. Anything that gets in his way, he
1: just doesn't yeah, care. Yeah, but, I mean, it was filmed fantastically. I mean, everything through this film, I think that the cinematography of it is absolutely brilliant, um, from the fight scenes uh, in the car to when you see the scenes in the snow when the cars are parked under the light and it, it looks just absolutely beautiful i mean I, I don't know if this is something from the like the cinematography side of things which is this act this um directors or whoever wrote it is kind of famous for but i really do like the way this is filmed i think it looks really really nice even in the scenes that like the one in the car which is pretty brutal you get the aerial view of that the choreography in the car when they're fighting which i thought was really really good be it its majority is blood spraying everywhere and people being stabbed multiple times in the head and chest Mm but it's still quite entertaining um so from there he actually finds out that the taxi driver um when the car crashes is in the boot of the car um and he's been murdered by either the driver himself or the guy who was sitting in the back of the car um and because he's had the shit beaten out of him originally, when he was uh, about to rape that girl, he goes to see a doctor. And for me, this leads to another, uh, which I think is a kind of uncomfortable scene because um, obviously it involves a uh, like a rape, where he sees the doctor um, being Yang, and again he's quite aggressive to the doctor, isn't he? Where he says, "Don't call me boy," Um and he says, "You should, he either told him that he'd done the injuries playing a football accident," but he then goes on and sees the nurse outside. And I thought at one point, I think if that nurse wouldn't have come in, I think he would have killed that doctor. Yeah, what do you think?
0: I think he would have killed the doctor. Um, the nurse comes in and basically everything looks all right. He kind of, and then you, and then you're made to see he leaves or the nurse thinks he left. And, and by this point, watching it, you know, he's, uh, you know, the nurse is going to be in trouble. And obviously she is.
1: Yeah. Cause he's talking to the doctor and the doctor is making him extremely angry as I say, to the point where you think something really dreadful is going to happen to him. As soon as the nurse comes in, he switches like a schizophrenic his personality, and he's back out talking to the nurse, saying, have you got a boyfriend on reception? Uh, um, you're so pretty. And then he starts getting into the questions of, are you a virgin? Have you had sex before? Um, and it starts to get very, very uncomfortable, and he leaves. Uh, and But in the meantime... You can hear that um, Kim is also listening to this uh, mm. on a device because he's now obviously put that tracking device so he knows where he is. Um, and after this scene, I mean, I've got some mixed views on how it could have been done. But he, the nurse goes into this room to get some more medicine and he's sitting in there smoking a fag. And she makes, um, or he makes the nurse pleasure him, basically, and he starts to rape her. Um, and it's quite a horrible scene. Where Kim walks in, and again, they have a, a. You can't really call it a fight because Yang gets a shit beating out of him again, doesn't he? Yeah. And the scene in this where he gets that scalpel, at the end of it, he basically beats the crap out of um, Yang and he says to the nurse, Don't go away because I need you to treat him so yeah. he can get oh, better. Oh, yeah. again. I thought,
0: I thought I was like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah.
1: And yeah. he lifts Yang's leg up in the air and gets his scalpel. And you actually, there's no pull away for this. No, you I, I cringed. I cringed. His Achilles in half. It's oh. very much pet cemetery time, isn't it? Yeah. Where he, they do that there. But this is so graphic. And oh, God. Um, so he cuts his Achilles away and, uh, and then he dumps him off. But I, I, my kind of faults in this, uh, I'm sure yours are the same, mm. that for certain agree you've got to hold Kim responsible for a lot of the victims in this haven't you?
0: you do, yeah, I mean ultimately he could have killed him straight away. I know it wouldn't have made a good film, but then it would have been done, and this is the reason why you know he i can't you you, you kind of make your own assumptions as to why he's doing it, and it makes perfect sense because he wants the killer to suffer as much obviously as he as his as the victim did um but then again it, it it's it's uh, all the other people I can follow, And, and you think obviously working from like, you know, from the police side of things, he'd, he'd, he'd want to, he'd want to avoid that. But he seems, um, unfortunately, um, all the victims, he, he does kind of like save them, but that's only after, you, you know, he's almost 50% too late <laughs> each
1: time. If that makes yeah. any sense. No, exactly. Cause the nurse is raped, <laughs> there's another girl he picks up by a bus stop. Um, she's killed. The chemist, um, when he goes into the pharmacy, he's killed. The taxi driver's killed. Um, There's two other victims. So you could really lay seven victims down on Kim um, that have all been brutally murdered, that didn't need to be murdered. Um, And throughout the whole film, as this happens, he never really holds himself accountable for any of those deaths, does he? No, he doesn't which is a very strange thing when the film's all about revenge, where he could have stopped it. I, I That was the only confusing part in this film, that it, he kind of never felt bad for it. He's reminded of um, the fact that you could have stopped this, and certain deaths in the film are pointed out that they're down to him, but he's never holds himself accountable, which is a bit strange. Um, no. so, so Yang wakes up... Um, and he's uh, just by a taxi, and now he's really, really paranoid, and he starts checking his clothes, he starts checking inside the car, because the same guy's turned up twice now, and beat the shit out of him, and he still can't make that connection, um, regarding, if it's a victim, if it's just someone who's another psychopath, um, why is this guy turning up, Uh, and I do like the the terror and frustration of In Yang, and I think it's really acted out well by, um, by Choi Min-sik, he's He does it so well and he's he's someone because he's not particularly a great looking guy and he's not athletic or build He's not traditional Hollywood actor. A lot of it's reliant on and because it's subtitled as well for our our benefit kind of acting and facial expressions Um, and he does it so well the the paranoia that he's got at that moment doesn't he. Yeah he does
0: Uh, and and was it at this point he ends up going to see his mate at this point to seek advice and solace.
1: Yeah, this was a, a really strange part in this. Um, so, Yang goes to see someone, and I don't quite know how this came about, uh, but he goes to a, like this massive house, and he's got a friend called Teju, and Teju's with another female, um, and he turns up, and he starts explaining to his friend that this guy's turned up uh, a couple of times now and beat the shit out of him, and his friend just laughs that the hunter's now being the hunted. Yeah, um, yeah and he's an animal and he's being caught and released. Yeah. And that kind of does. And he says that obviously someone who you've dealt with, you've pissed someone off at the time. They all know that each other are serial killers. Um, so he starts to kind of think about, um, what's actually happening, uh, and who it could actually be, uh, and miraculously does jump to the right assumption. But whilst you're in the house, uh, you find out that this house wasn't initially theirs. And, uh, that Teju and his girlfriend who's, you don't know whether she's a victim because she, it looks like she's getting raped by Yang, but then it it kind of turns consensual, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: But once again, that's a scene we didn't, for me, that was a scene we didn't need to see. What was the point? Um, and, and yeah,
1: um, it is bizarre scene. I, I I (laughs) give you that, but I suppose it, it was shown that a way of pointing out that she's not a victim here, that she's part of, um, that Teju's kind of plans that she's an accomplice as well. I suppose that was the way that they, they've done it for that reason. Yeah, no, definitely. unfortunately, but it was But I agree. It was a bizarre way of doing it.
0: And then, and then ultimately uh, after that, um, obviously we see, you know, the serial killer's friend, uh, I'm not even going to begin to pronounce all their names, but, um, how he, did he find the house
1: though? Cause I he no points idea. out that know, that wasn't
0: their house. That's a plot hole. Um, I didn't, I didn't really, that, that didn't make any sense to me. He just kind of like stumbles across it, doesn't he? Um, yeah, the, he stumbles uh, across his friend. Yeah, yeah you, oh, hello. Yeah, I recognise that work. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he comes, and then obviously his, his friend's dragging some poor female out as well to do whatever to. And that's obviously when our um, anti hero turns up. Mm, he's a
1: cannibal, isn't he? Yeah. He's going to serve up some head and legs, I think.
0: Head and legs, yep. And then a fight uh... ensues, which is quite painful, actually. He stabs his hand, um, um, half strangles him, ties him up. And um, obviously, um, our serial killer realizes there's something going on, and at which point he finds a gun. And, uh, you know, all uh, all, all hell breaks Mm. loose. But, I mean, for me, this is one of the more brutal scenes, because after he's done that to his, you know, serial killer's best friend, he then proceeds to bash the shit out, out of the guy's head. Um, how so, he didn't
1: kill him I no, do not yeah, know and
0: I thought he's dead but then I checked the time and I thought he can't be dead there's still 20 or so minutes 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 left and then they both end up yeah. waking up and then the next thing we know they're both in hospital with each
1: other Um, it, it's really really bizarre because and I like the because he's obviously creeping down the corridors in the house he throws some tacks on the floor that he stands on well, that's brilliant um, it was, yeah, yeah it, it, everything involves a lot of pain um, and as you say he'd A bit of a a scuffle, and he beats the shit out of Yang. Um, The next scene is the police turn up, and they cut off um, the ambulance, take away um, that Teju and his girlfriend to a a hospital, and uh, Yang is gone. Um, And he wakes up in a hospital, but he's with one of his one of his colleague at the um, NIS, and he is his colleague. Ultimately, who fucks everything up, isn't it? Yes. By giving the game away, if does he know he's got a tracker in him and he can hear yeah. everything he says? Yeah,
0: and um, then and then, then then he knows it, and then he says all that stuff about you know the fact that she was pregnant and everything you know when he wakes up in the tunnel. After, yeah. After his manic his manic glove, and then the well, world... <laughs> and then he has a shit and goes through his shit, which is gross.
1: Ah, uh, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so wrong, isn't it? And it looks so real. Yeah, his friend says that there's, you know, he's got a tracker in there. Um, he seems to be quite, be quiet. He says, don't worry. The amount of drugs I gave him, he'll be out for, for a couple of days. But obviously he isn't, and he wakes up in a tunnel. And when he walks out of the tunnel, as you said earlier, um, Yang's pissing himself laughing, isn't he? Yeah, he's loving it. Uh, uh, yeah, because uh, he, for once, he knows who this guy is. He's got the upper hand. And as he's walking along, he knows that he can hear his voice and that, are you listening to me? um and he tells kim that you have made a massive mistake that i don't get scared i'm not frightened of anyone yeah um i'm basically i'm gonna go on killing and killing and killing and i will find people who matter to you and i will kill them and at that point he's like oh uh, shit. he does and he goes in. yeah and you kind of you start to your your emotions start to turn against kim to a certain extent because he's,
0: he's had so many chances. Yeah, he's had it run. And then, obviously, our serial killer, you know, ends up going to Kim's, um, his girlfriend's father's house, the police chief, uh, well, and, and, you know, kills yeah. him. Uh, um, uh, interestingly, there's that one scene when he's standing there, he comes out with a knife, and I think, oh, he's already killed him, you know. Um, but at that point, he hadn't. Yeah. And then and then he just uses, I forgot what he used a, a big, heavy, what is it, a candle hold or something? Smash his head in. And
1: again, there's no cut. Yeah, there's no pull-away for this, is there? No, he, that's, that's hard to says, watch. What oh. it, yeah, what will it take to make him angry? Um, so he goes ahead and beats the... Uh, it just smashes the head up and mashes the head up of the dad. Um, but he doesn't kill him, does he?
0: No.
1: So he goes away in an ambulance. But unfortunately, um, his daughter walks in, um, the sister of the dead fiancé, um, and she ends up getting murdered. And both of these lives, um, 100%, Along with the chemist who's just been killed, who sold him the diarrhoea tablets. Um they're on Kim's hands as well. All of this blood is yeah. and miraculously it turns into a bit of a seven scenario, doesn't it? When he calls the police, he's gonna hand himself in.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, he's being uh Yang.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then and then obviously um oh, I forgot where where do they where does he catch he catches up with him again?
1: Um yeah, they're waiting in like a. It's, it's a busy main high street, is it?
0: Oh yeah, and I thought that that scene was quite good because obviously the police see him uh, and uh, you know they, they see each. Other, they all see him at the same time and like he smashes the door um, in a very diehard esque scene, let's say, of his car, oh, of his four by four, and then grabs him and then. The, the only thing I thought was weird about that he grabs him and I'm like okay, and then you've got the Terminator two driving at night kind of like with the road so a lot of time has passed I'm like okay <laughs> uh, what, what what do you want to explain what happened there and then the next thing we know that yeah. he's holed up in this big like you know dirty like sore type hostel-esque warehouse
1: yeah i th- i I like the fact that I thought it was brilliant and it was shot again so well that the cars parked up And he gets out and he's still got the knife in his hand. He's got a fag in his mouth and he is covered. And he's got his boxer shorts and a long jacket on. And from head to foot, he is covered in blood. Yeah. And it's very much seven that he's got everything planned in his head. And that's what it really, really reminded me of. Mm. Um, The setup for that, that I'll give myself in, but I've done something so horrific that it will change your life being Kim's life forever. Um, But yeah, so as you say, Kim captures him. Um, very very dramatic, a bit over the top. Um, I don't know how easy it would be to scoop someone up in a four by four and drive no, away with them. No,
0: but I think the setup for for example, you know the the, the chat they had. You can't scare me, and then he cries. He, he cries for his life when obviously he ties he ties the serial killer up. He you know let yeah. me live and stuff, and then it, it 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 almost appeared to me that he was only doing that for shits and giggles. He, really, yes, he wasn't exactly. really bad for his life no
1: um. yeah and he's taken him back to the killer's own kind of torture dungeon yeah um, where he's going to kill him in the most brutal way and again it's not just going to be a kill it's going to have that ripple effect where it's going to affect again the tables have turned on the killer's lives uh, and he's rigged him up to this harness where he's got the the trigger in um, Yang's mouth oh, so brilliant. he can't open his mouth and as soon as he pulls away um, his dead. head's in a guillotine yeah. Yeah, so he calls his family over who turn up oh. um, in a taxi and they can hear his dad trying to shout something out but they can't make out what it is. Uh, and you can see, and even then you don't know, I didn't know that Yang was actually tied up in a guillotine. Um, and they open the door as soon as they open the door um, it pulls that rip, out, or the, the cord out of Yang's mouth and you see his head get cut off and, and roll over towards in the door front of way. his, yeah. Yeah, his mum, dad and son. Um, who instantly start crying, and what I like is that all oh, meanwhile that is going on, Kim is listening to the whole conversation. Yes, sir. Um, and upon that happening, he walks away and he breaks down crying, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, and that, and
0: that, and then you see the remorse that, you know, yeah. like, it's, it's all over. Goodness knows what's going to happen to him, and <laughs> but then, and, and then we see the credits. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, I thought it's great. I thought the acting part on uh, for Kim. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was, he was so, so good. Uh, he just, he was so believable. It was, um, I
0: thought, I thought the serial killer was really good out of the two. I thought that, but I thought that they obviously both of them were the best things about the film. Um, For me. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I. And I thought the serial killer was, was, was I don't want to say believable because I've never met one, but um, how I believe they well, would be, you know, just cold hearted, does not give a shit. Etc. And I think the dissension into almost madness that Kim goes through um, is, is, is quite interesting. In the, in the extremes he goes through to get revenge, um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, for me, for me, the best the best bit was that. And I thought the the last scene was really was was really really good. However, uh, I probably I did not enjoy this film at all. Um, really? No, I really didn't enjoy it. I don't regret watching Why? it um, for the reason I said. I'm. Um, I I couldn't understand the motivations behind obviously the, the serial killer and because uh, the, the, the two characters I it almost sounds like a contradiction now that I I thought they did really really well but I didn't care about either of them um, and and the, and the only way I can maybe get anyone to understand it is the way I explained for example the way John Wick did the dog and everything and not not just because it's a dog but but, but the, the way that whole the whole thing and I think had they spent um, it's a 2 hour 21 minute film had they spent maybe 20, 20 minutes of that film digging in maybe even even to the background even if it was implied I would have invested more in those characters and because of that I felt it made for a worse a film I don't think it was the fact that there were subtitles I don't think that hurt the film at all um, the fact that I, had to, that I had to read the subtitles but there you go
1: uh, so out of 5 how much would you give it I would give it a two and a half. Wow, would you recommend this film to anyone? Um, I don't think it's a yeah. I
0: I would um, uh, because because I know that I'm in the minority there when I looked at the reviews. Most people it got like four out of five stars and IMDb, didn't it? And everything. So
1: yeah, yeah, it scored very highly. Yeah, yeah. where do you stand? Um, I really like it as a revenge film. Um, and uh, I mean, I also watched from watching this. I watched a a film called The Man from Nowhere. Um which is another Korean film. And again, it's subtitled. There is a dub which is awful. But um, yeah, The Man From Nowhere is another, it's a brilliant, brilliant revenge film. Uh, I'd say for me, it's on par with this, possibly better. Uh, but it's a, a really, really good film. and If anyone can find it, it's well worth watching. Mm, okay. um, but I'll give this film a four out of five. Um, it's not perfect by any means. And there are a lot of flaws, such as, as I say, a lot of the blood is on the hands of Kim throughout this, who mm. could have ended it. Um, but I can understand the, why he went on, because all he was tunnel vision was focusing revenge for his wife. And especially when he finds out that his wife was pregnant, and uh, Yang has great pleasure in telling him that as well. Oh, he does, doesn't he? But um, but I love the story, and it's, uh, for me it's fast-paced, and since we said that we were going to um, review this, I actually watched it four times. Oh wow! Um, and uh, equally, I noticed different bits like you do in films, and I never skipped ahead. I, I just really, really did enjoy this, and I that's loved quite interesting
0: because very. I mean, both for example with pirates we did before previously and, the, and this one, they're both films that the majority of people like. Let's say the, the, yeah. that they've watched them, but then each time, both one of us has been in the minority.
1: Yeah, I and that's what's so good about it. I yeah. mean, uh, the worst part is. I don't like the schoolgirl part that's really really close to the mark for me it made me feel uncomfortable uh it only lasts about 10 seconds um and the guy does soon get his comeuppance Uh, but this film doesn't hold back and I can understand why to cut seven scenes out for it to Mm -hmm. get released originally uh worldwide um but apart from that I I just really like the pace of it I really love the the catch and release side of things the perspective through the serial killer and through the hunter as well uh, through their eyes and and i just think it's shot well it looks dramatic and amazing um and it, despite it being a subtitled film it doesn't take away any of the storyline any of the action any of the emotion for the film and i'd i'd recommend it but i'd recommend it on the proviso that possibly not watch it with your other half i don't know if you watched it with your other half did you no no the, they probably wouldn't appreciate it and um if you've got quite a light stomach, don't watch it as well. Cause it, it is quite close to the bone, but no, I really, really enjoyed it. I really did. But yeah, it's great that we've watched the same film. We've got completely different points of view. It's brilliant. It doesn't it happen really too often, often, doesn't it? I think, but yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. guys, well I, guess, I guess, I guess there we go. Um, I, I guess that's it for me and stay tuned for them for the uh, next film, which I'm sure we'll be deciding still put out on Twitter.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I'll smash it out on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else when we decide what film we're going to do next. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Watch the film and let us know if you're on James's side or if you're on my side. Um, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks for listening.